Hello. Hi. This is Melissa. And this is Kat. Hey. Hi. How are you? Are you asking me or the yeah, No, it's yeah, the never people. you. It's <laughs> never you, Kat. People. I don't care how you are. It's like on Dora the Explorer, we just leave a second for them to answer. <laughs> and we can hear you. Yeah, we definitely hear we you every time. We can hear you. We can't mm-hmm. respond, but we hear it. We do hear it. It subliminally comes to us. Yeah, for sure. I never posted our lists, um, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also never posted our gifts that we gave to each other. Oh, shit. We'll do that, too. Yeah. You know when you... Okay, so I obviously quit my job and I was, like, in between jobs. So I was, like, starting a new job. I don't know. Like, momentum to me is, like, such a real thing. Like, if I'm not doing a million things, I can't do anything. anything. Like, if I have nothing to do, I, I can't do a thing. I have no motivation to do anything ever, so. Well, I normally do. I'm normally like, oh, let me get a million things done. But like, I don't know. I just had like no, I had like no forward moving momentum. I was just like, I can't do anything. I think because you were so go, go, go for like so long. You know what I mean? Like for like months, you didn't like have really a day off. Right. So you took a couple days to yourself. And I think that's, I think that's valid. Thank you. I think you deserve those days to sit and play Sims and do nothing else. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you. I did that today. I played Sims for like five hours today. It was beautiful. I mean, I did like running around this morning though. I went and got my nails done, went to Target, went to Kohl's. I thought I lost my wallet. Oh um, my God. She was texting me all panicked all day. I was so panicked. I couldn't find my wallet and I had a lot of cash in my wallet. So I was like freaking out also because I was like in between jobs. I like want to make sure all of the money that I have, there's yeah. nothing in my wallet. Everything is my ID. All my credit cards are on the back of my phone. So I wasn't worried about somebody like spending my money. I was except more, the $200 cash that you just wouldn't the, be able to get back. Except for the cash that was in there, which like it honestly isn't the end of the world. Like whatever. Like that sucks. Major dick. But yeah. like, you know, it could be worse. I hate carrying cash. And that's why, because I am that person that will lose my wallet immediately as soon as I have more than $2 in my wallet. But so. what I did is when I came home from the Renaissance Festival, I had a lot of cash in my wallet. So I didn't want to have that much cash in my wallet. So I put the cash in my safe and then I threw my wallet into my work bag. And I don't, I don't go to work anymore. <laughs> I haven't unpacked my work bag. I just have it. I have Sitting it. there. Dude, I can't even look at it. Ugh. <laughs> Burn the whole thing. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) Just burn it all. I just need to go through it all. And like all my paperwork is in there and stuff. Yeah. It's just like I can't deal with it. (laughs) Yeah. I feel that. I can't deal with it. Anyway, I'm fine. Well, I mean, on my days, I usually end up going to the parks. So it's like a two hour drive to Orlando. So like on my days off, I don't really like relax either. Yeah, but you're having fun. Yeah, but I hate, you know, I hate driving. You, so you don't like, have to go to Disney. I But I like <laughs> to, that's the problem. Like it used to be like a super quick, like 20 minute drive, like yeah. not even half the time. I love driving. Driving never bothers me. I hate it so much. I just despise driving. Like I like going to the parks, obviously, where I wouldn't go. If you but, could teleport, that'd be sick. Oh my God, I wish. Well, you're saving money. Guys, Kat is saving so much money. I'm so proud of her. Because she's going to try to buy a house. Not I'm she's going to try. You're going to buy a house. going to buy a house. You There's will, no other option. You will buy a house in 2024. I, I hope so. know it. Maybe 2023. 
if everyone can manifest for me, that would be so great. <laughs> or like um, a housing crisis or something where houses it's will coming. be super cheap. According to everyone, it's going to happen someday soon. So crossing my fingers. And I can be close to toasted again. Y'all, I can't even... I get depressed. I go on Uber Eats and there's no grilled cheese places around here. I can't just order a fig and goat cheese sandwich whenever I want to. It's really... Actually, that's the you worst part. You can make it. I would never, even if I made it, it would never be as good as how saying. they make it. Yeah, that's true. It will true. never be as good. They do make some bussin' bussin' sandwiches. Oh my God, I miss toasted stuff. Maybe <laughs> next time I go to Orlando. Just try, just try <laughs> I'll go to toasted. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I need to. All right, let's get to this movie. Let's do it. so this time we're here to tell you why luca is tragical this was patron carista's pick krista you have a very italian uh, last name i wonder if maybe that's why yeah you like this movie so much i love this movie it's so fucking cute it is fucking adorable i love this movie yeah you had never seen it I right i never seen it yeah oh guys i'm the worst i'm the worst disney adult I think mom like forced me to watch it one day when I was over and she was like, this is a good movie. We're watching it. And I was like, oh, my God. okay." And then I literally loved it. (laughs) Yeah, it's so fucking good. It's so cute. So Thank you, Krista. Yay. Thanks, Krista. So I have some fun facts for you. I'm ready. Bring them on. Okay. So honestly, a lot of them were about the director uh, Enrico Casarosa. Mm -hmm. And how this was kind of like based on his childhood. And it was like, there were some really cute ones, but it was like a lot. But basically he grew up and he would in the summers, like go and like stay in a town like Puerto Rosso. And he had a friend, like he was a really shy kid. And he had a friend that kind of like pulled him out of his bubble. So like basically it was like based on his life. So I thought that was really cute. That is cute. Like obviously he wasn't. A sea monster? Uh, a sea monster. We don't know. But I mean, maybe Enrico, somebody put some water on that bitch. <laughs> but yeah, so he's basically Luca, which I think is so cute. And this is the first movie that he directed. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, like he had worked on a bunch of other like movies. Like he worked on like Cars and Robots. I forgot about Robots. Yeah. Is that Disney? No. Fucking good ass movie. It though. is. It is a good movie. Robots is such a good movie. But yeah, so I like there was a bunch of stuff about that. So if you want to go like read it all, it was a lot. Just like a synopsis by his that life. That was a synopsis <laughs> of like 10, literally like 10 oh, okay. different trivia. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to the fun facts. Mm-hmm. So when Luca falls off his bike and hits his head, Luca sees anchovies that go around his head. Did you get that? Instead of stars. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, because in the movie, Alberto tells Luca that the stars are anchovies. He thinks they're anchovies. So then he has anchovies around his head instead instead of of stars. stars. Isn't that 
so I did not pick up on that either. I like noticed that they were yeah. fish, but I guess I didn't realize. Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't know. I couldn't tell you what a fucking anchovy looks like, <laughs> but that's so cute. I love that one. I like that's that. So that's sweet. That is really cute. Um, also, you noticed this one. A Donald Duck plush toy can be seen in Julia's room, uh, which is fitting because apparently Donald Duck is very popular in Italy. Oh, really? That's so funny. He's like the Chippendale of Japan. Japan <laughs> yeah. It's that's, so random how like I know. some characters are like more popular in other places. I wonder if it's because he's like a sailor? a sailor. I don't know. Okay. So when I was looking on IMDb, the mm-hmm. boy who does Alberto's voice, I was like, that kid looks really familiar. His name is... Fuck, I lost it. His name is Fuck, I Lost It? <laughs> yeah. Is that his government <laughs> name? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's interesting. My name is Fuck. <laughs> Last name I lost it. <laughs> it's like one long word. <laughs> His name is Jack Dylan Grazer. And I was like, okay, this kid looks super familiar. So I went to his IMDb and guess what he's in? What? It. Oh, God. <laughs> he plays Eddie in It. He plays young Eddie in It. Never seen it, never planned to. The new ones, obviously, because he's child. But yeah, I was like, oh, my God, it's Eddie. I was like freaking out. I fucking love those movies so much. That's like my favorite book and like my favorite movie. Like the one movies. book you read. <laughs> I have read <laughs> I have read the most the random day, books. I was talking to my friend Sanja because we read the same books all the time. And I'm rereading A Court of Thorns and Roses that I've literally had like 10 times. And we were talking about it and I got mom to read it. And she was like, you should make your sister read it. I was like, my sister has read Harry Potter, <laughs> Hunger Games, It, and some books she's reading right now about like manipulating people. So I said, I don't think she's ever going to read these books. <laughs> I could honestly name every book I've ever I read. I just did. No. <laughs> Maybe like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's no, Nest when you were in high school. Like. I read more than that. I don't think I read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I actually really loved that book. We read in school like mandatory books that I had to read. I read also we had to do like reading in school and you had to take mm-hmm. they were called what AR tests or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I fucking bought the the uh, cliff notes for all of those and got 100% on all of them. Oh, for AR reading, I definitely read every book I that I did. I did not read a book in school. Um, I did read A Child Called It, loved it. Yeah, that's the saddest fucking book I've ever read in my and life. I should have known I was going to be obsessed with true crime because true. I got my hands on that book. You didn't have to ask me to read the chapters. I read that bitch in a day. Did you read the milk carton one? No, but I I know that story. What's his name? Um, it's a girl. Is it like fiction? No. Oh. It's like no. face on the face on the side of the milk carton, like that's but a little girl that goes missing but like she was kidnapped and like a different oh, family no. like raised her and she figured it out because she found a milk carton with her face on it i read that in like seventh grade or something where were they what what are these traumatizing as books they were having us read bro i loved it i loved it and then i read um the one the color one with the apple Oh, I did read that one. Uh, the Giver. Yes. Did love The Giver. They did a movie for that, right? Yeah, I bet it sucked. And then I also read, uh, oh my gosh, what's the other one? Fuck, you made me forget because you were talking about The Giver. I read The Animal one with the Farm. lawyer and the creepy neighbor and the black man who gets accused. I don't know. Atticus Finch. I can't think of the oh, name of the book. Oh, Scout and Atticus. Uh, you're saying the names and I know it, but my brain is, there's a movie for that too. It's like an old black and white movie. 
movie. I'm like, oh, we know the character names. Don't know the fucking name of the book. Tequila Mockingbird. Tequila Mockingbird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shifferobe. Tequila Mockingbird. Tequila. <laughs> Tequila Mockingbird. That's a great drag name. <laughs> I'm sure it's someone's drag name. Hello? I'm doing drag now just so I can use it. Why do we start talking about that? Oh, yeah. I, so I've read those. And then I've read, I did read Hunger Games. I did read Twilight. I did read Harry Potter, obviously. Did you like, ever read Midnight Sun? No. Oh, it's the best one. It's the best one. I'm not kidding. I read it twice. Okay, here's the thing. No, I loved Harry Potter and I loved Hunger Games. I hated, I hated Twilight. I loved the first one. But the rest of them I only read because I felt like obligated because I read the first one and they just kept getting progressively worse. Like the second one, I was like, no. The third one, I was like, fuck no. And by the fourth one, I was like, this is... What is happening? Like I wanted to not even read it, but I just had to see what that bitch did with the characters. Anyway, I have read Moby Dick, Frankenstein. Oh, I forgot you read Frankenstein. Um, A bunch of like biographies. I read Amy Poehler's autobiography, Georgia and Karen's book. I would just like to say you read all this educated shit. I'm over here reading like literal smut. <laughs> like half the time there's not even plot. There's It's just smut. Not all the time. Yeah. And then I like to listen to audiobooks about people and like types of people and types of personalities and stuff like that. Anyway, also guess who does the voice of Uncle Ugo? Is it what's his name that's in all the Pixar movies? No. Oh. I don't know who he, whose voice he does. He's my boyfriend, my wife, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, <laughs> uh, no way. Was he not credited? Yeah, he was. How did we not see his He's name? He's just Uncle Ugo. So we just, I don't even think we made it that far down. We watched the whole thing because we... We're looking at all the pictures and everything. Maybe we were just so focused on the pictures. It we was such a beautiful, yeah, credits that we didn't even That is notice, so funny. Yeah. Love him. Also scared of Uncle Ugo, though. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. <laughs> That's horrifying. Anyway, those are my fun facts and also just things I looked up on IMDb while I was <laughs> looking around. And we, yeah, we get all those from the Internet Movie Database. Or better days if you nested. Yeah. So our movie opens up and we see some Italian sailors. I'm sorry, my my fake Italian is going to be, it's going to be rough. Yeah, okay. we're going to insult every Italian right now. So yeah, there's some Italian sailors. They are worried about seeing sea monsters on their little boat, but fishermen are going to fish. You know what I mean? So they're doing the thing. Is that like a known thing in Italy? Sea monsters? I think that's any body of water, like Loch Ness Monster, mermaids, sirens. I think that every culture has something like that, I feel like. That's so crazy, actually. If you live in the fictional town of Porto Rosso, Italy, let us uh, let us know. I think it's based off a real town, but I don't think it's a real town. Yeah, it like looks exactly like Portofino. Yeah, Portofino, Italy, but it's they but renamed it's it Porto Rosso. Porto Rosso. So also pasta. Oh my god, I'm very picky on pasta, but oh everything they ate in this movie looked god. so good. You are, I would eat any pasta. I know you would. Any motherfucking pasta. I'm very picky about it. Oh my fucking god i want pasta so bad okay so we see the fishermen they're talking about sea monsters a sea monster starts stealing things off of their boat remember this because it gets caught in a net he like 
gets out of the net and then he jumps over the boat. And then so when he jumps over the boat, the men try to throw a harpoon at the sea monster and they had a gramophone on their boat playing music and it falls into the water. And they miss the sea monster. They don't hit him with the harpoon. Yeah, but do we see where the sea monster goes? Down. Where? In the water. <laughs> Why? I literally was asking I said, is this Luca? <laughs> is that Luca? She was like, no. The whole, yeah, the whole first five minutes of the movie, she's like, is that Luca? And I was like, shut the fuck up. It's not Luca. Cut scene. And we actually see Luca, real Luca. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His little sea monster as they're like fish mermaid looking siren things he's so cute <laughs> i like that their hair looks like uh like sea kelp kind of kelp heads yeah kelp heads do you think they use that as an insult <laughs> you kelp head <laughs> so luca and his family live in a little cave and luca is in charge of uh herding the fish yeah they're like sheep fish and one of them is lost uh his name is giuseppe giuseppe he's apparently always running away uh so he has to find giuseppe and then when he finally does he herds all of the fishies to like a underwater field <laughs> i was literally gonna say i was gonna call it a field but it's like underwater i don't know what to call that yeah, and all of the fishies are grazing, and Luca just kind of is hanging out. He's watching them. Sitting on a rock. Making sure they don't... Giuseppe, respectfully, doesn't escape. <laughs> the rest of his family is back at the farm in front of their cave harvesting kelp. Mm -hmm. Doesn't sound very... Lucrative? Fun. Or yeah, lucrative. Just like, There's just kelp fucking everywhere. What are you harvesting it for? <laughs> For who? I think they eat it. Oh, they okay. make kelp bread. <laughs> and do they, they have bacon in their oven? I'm over <laughs> here like, underwater. Do oven. they sell the kelp? Like, who are they selling it to? They're like, do they dealers. have underwater money? Like, <laughs> kelp dealers? <laughs> I don't think they do. They did not seem to understand the concept of money later on in the movie. Oh, that's true. So. That is true. They're all like funding for themselves, I guess. Do they eat the fish? I hope so. What do they have the fish? Yeah. What do they have the fish they heard for? Well, they're fatting them up for something, cat. Wow. <laughs> You're right. Anyway, <laughs> Luca finds like a human playing card. He goes over to look at it and a boat goes over him in the little underwater field and he calls it a land monster and he has to hide from it. At this point, I was like, is this just the Little Mermaid? Like, Disney, get a new gig. <laughs> yeah, and that's when I realized that it kind of is. <laughs> I never really thought about it. And Luca was like, look at this stuff. Isn't, Isn't it neat? <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Falls though. in love with a human. I mean. <laughs> well. Yeah. So Luca goes back to the cave home and he's trying to ask his mom about boats. And she's like, don't don't talk about boats ever. We don't talk about boats. They even have motors now. They'll cut you up. They'll kill you. They'll throw spears at you. Dad's just worried about his pet crab that he has to enter in the in the crab show. Yeah, they're like, I guess, dogs. Like, they have, like, a dog show. They have the crab show. Very worried about his crab. Yeah. They're, she's molting currently, so it's important. She's getting bigger. It's a, that's good. Mm -hmm. Seems like it's going to be a good crab show this year. Like, what do you win, though? Everyone's crab. <laughs> okay, great. And then what do they do with those? Eat them. <laughs> oh, my God. At the dinner table, Luca just can't help himself. He has a very vivid imagination. Mm -hmm. And he asks, where do boats come from? And everyone's gagging on their kelp, their kelp guppy dinner. Grandma talks about how she loves the surface and she goes there to play cards all the time. And mom is like, shut the fuck up, mom. Yeah. And Luca asks if she does the change they call it doing the change mm -hmm. uh, and she's like it's fine 
it's lit. And mom is like, absolutely don't ever go there. Humans are gross. Yeah, grandma's all like, hell yeah, human, land monsters, we love them. Mom's not having it. Dad couldn't care fucking less. So the next day in Luca's little guppy field with his little gups, he finds a wrench. He finds a cup. He finds a gramophone. <gasps> so that's what I'm thinking. Maybe that was Alberto. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, did I just not know who Alberto was so it didn't click? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's Alberto. That's stealing the stuff from the boat at the beginning. Oh, I thought I figured <laughs> something cool out, but I guess you did. I'm Yay. just stupid. No, um, but you don't know who he is at that point. So, so Luca sees all this human stuff, whatever land monster. I don't know what the fuck they call them. All this land monster stuff, <laughs> and then he sees a diver in a diver suit. So he tries to swim away, and he hits his little head, and it made me really fucking sad. I was like, okay, but did he have to hit his head on a fucking rock? Because that made me sad. So the scuba diver walks over to him. And takes off his scuba head, scuba helmet. And it's not a land monster. It's another sea monster child. Do they call themselves sea monsters? I don't think so. Couldn't tell you. Okay. So the other sea monster kid starts uh, walking, sorry, swimming towards (laughs) the, the surface and onto land. And Luca is freaking out, but the other kid just like walks onto land like it's no big deal. And then Luca is like, oh my God, you just, you did the change. And then the kid just picks him up and throws him on land. Yeah. And so now Luca turns into a little human kid. Yeah. So as soon as they get on land, they turn human. Mm -hmm. Once they're like dry, they can't have any water on them or they won't turn. Which doesn't really make any sense because... He didn't dry that quick. Yeah. It takes like two hours to fully dry okay, off. Okay, but for the movie's sake. Right, right, right. He's got like these like cute little like kelp shorts on, so he's not naked. But anyway, Luca immediately jumps back in the water and then he's like, you're a freak. And he bids the other kid a good day. He like rolls into the water. It's really funny. And then he goes home. So that night while Luca is sleeping, he has like super vivid dreams. He has super vivid daydreams too. This kid is a, he's got a wild imagination yeah he has the whatever the brain is that's opposite of mine i don't see shit he sees everything yeah so he's having super wild dreams about the land basically and he wakes up and he goes to say something to his grandma because it looks like she's awake no she's just sleeping with her eyes open and then she like blinks her like inner eyelid or some shit it's like a horrifying yeah she made like a noise it was a little scary oh my god grandma was a jump scare Ooh, <laughs> jump scare jump scare <laughs> uh so the next day luca takes all the little guppies to their guppy field um he creates a rock luca that he introduces to the fish as smooka um and smooka's gonna watch over them while he goes to explore the surface because now his his fancy has been tickled so now he's he's very curious about it so he goes back up to where he was with the other sea monster kid and he's still collecting human shit he just has a whole box full of it um hands some to luca and then he walks back on the shore Luca's like, I don't know how to be a human. I don't know how to be a land monster. So the other kid is trying to teach him how to stand and walk. And it's really not going well. So finally, the kid tells Luca to stand like he's rocks and build himself on top of each other. And then to put one foot in front of the other. And Luca learns how to walk. The kid introduces himself as Alberto Scarfano. As if they couldn't give him a more Italian name. So Alberto lives in like a ramshackled old building 
It's, it's there's no building. The building it's like a tower. Is gone. Yeah, <laughs> it used to be a tower. Mm-hmm. Now it's just fucking wrecked. Looks like a cannonball hit it. Maybe it did. So he says his dad lets him do whatever he wants, and I was like, um, "Dad's dead." <laughs> I was like, "No." No, I knew immediately. <laughs> dad is gone. Dad's a goner. Yeah, we don't know if he's dead. He's just not there. I'm gonna imagine his father's fucking dead. Okay, that's fair. In his little tower, Alberto has a poster of a Vespa. And he tells Luca that a Vespa can take you anywhere. It's the most magical thing. You can go anywhere in the world on a fucking Vespa, in case you guys were wondering. And Luca's like, we have to get our hands on a Vespa no matter what. And that, so also Alberto's little tower is just full of human shit. And Luca turns around and looks at all his stuff and he goes, I think you have everything to make a Vespa. And Alberto's like, oh shit. I do. Luca's so smart. He's never seen any of this stuff before. And he's like, let's build a fucking Vespa together. He did find a wrench. So they've got tools. So Luca goes home to his family. His mother's been wondering where he was. But grandma saves him and says that she sent him out for snacks. Because grandma knows he's been going to the surface. Grandma don't give a fuck. Yeah. Grandma be going to the surface every Friday night. Mm-hmm. She is a party animal. I was going to say a party sea monster. Of course, Luca goes back the next day and hangs out with Alberto. They make a ramshackle looking Vespa out of trash. He's going to run it down the hill and then up a ramp. Um, The ramp is being held up by Luca. Obviously so safe. This is such a little boy thing. <laughs> it's not going well. No. Uh, luckily, the fake Vespa falls apart before it even makes it to the ramp. So Alberto ends up just running up the ramp and then jumping into the water. He thinks it's so cool, though. He thought that was the best thing that had ever happened to him. He's like, did you see the fucking air I caught, bro? Verbatim. They're so cute. Also, what? Luca's probably, what, like nine and Alberto's like 11. 11, yeah. yeah. So Luca gets a shirt. And some shorts. I'm assuming they were Alberto's and they just like don't fit him anymore. Like where do you get oh, clothes maybe. from? Yeah, probably. They probably just don't fit him anymore because Luca's smaller than him. Because, you know, his dad left him like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> just left him there in that tower by himself. They build another Vespa. They have a little dance party with the gramophone. They eat dirt or whatever kids do. They're just they're basically just besties now. Yeah, they're two little boys without adult supervision so they're just doing dumb shit that little boys would do when they're not being watched by adults yeah it's so crazy thinking about like this takes place like the 1950s like even when we were kids we just would go off and like do whatever yeah kids cannot do that shit no no we used to just like walk two blocks to like dunkin donuts we would walk 10 blocks we would walk like 20 blocks down and like go play in the fucking sewers absolutely not now no people are crazy now i wouldn't even let my kids walk next door unaccompanied i want to eyes on the child at all times <laughs> yeah for it's real a scary world we live in for real so we have a little cut scene to luca's mother and father they go to the little guppy field and luca is not there smooka's there yeah smooka's vibing but luca not there and they realize that their son has been going to the surface cut back to luca and alberto they are testing yet another vespa this time they got mr turtle to hold up the ramp that poor fucking turtle bro so that they can both go on the vespa together yeah they think this is the one apparently luca does not luca is like i'm not getting on that uh we're gonna die Alberto tells Luca that that's just uh, Bruno. Uh, Bruno's voice inside your head telling you that things are dangerous. 
and he tells him to tell Bruno to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And that's where Silencio Bruno. Silencio Bruno. I didn't know we all had a Bruno. My Bruno never shuts up. I'm really good at silencioing my fucking Bruno. <laughs> I have an anxiety disorder. <laughs> my Bruno said, <laughs> I'm never quitting. <laughs> my Bruno's like, don't do that. And I'm like, watch Bet. me, girl. <laughs> watch <Bet>. me. <laughs> my Bruno literally never shuts the Cat's fuck up. Cat's Bruno is screaming. Oh, constantly screaming, crying, yelling. Never stops. Mine's politely whispering to me. <laughs> Mine doesn't like, know what polite is. Silencio Bruno. <laughs> I'm crying Silencio Bruno. Keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> so basically Bruno's your conscience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luca tells Bruno shut the fuck up and jumps on the back of the Vespa. So the Vespa is going down the hill and they go up the ramp that poor Mr. Turtle is holding up and they almost land on a giant rock that's in the water and Luca with his big brain energy kicks apart the front half and the back half that he's sitting on so him and Alberto split up and don't get murdered on a giant fucking rock in the water and Alberto's like wasn't that so fun and Luca's like I think so (laughs) we almost died is that supposed to be a good time I'm not really sure so the boys are laying out on a big old rock and they're talking about uh the human town Mm -hmm. which is like they can see it from where they're playing yeah they're on they got a little island that the tower's on and maybe it's a lighthouse oh maybe that would make sense actually maybe it is an old lighthouse one eighth of a lighthouse now but i think it may have been a lighthouse anyway so they're talking about the human town and luca's like have you ever been there alberto says no and then they imagine what it would be like to have a real vespa and they would ride it down the countryside and they'd go everywhere on their vespa together there was wild vespas (laughs) who were just riding by themselves and no riders on them so the boys are riding their imaginary vespa in their minds and a ramp appears in front of them and it's a really 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 fucking big ramp and it takes them all the way to the moon because alberto told luca that all the stars are fish and the moon is a really big fish and he's touched it so he knows that it feels like a fish (laughs) yeah alberto has touched the moon (laughs) haven't we all yeah man dreams no because i don't picture anything so (laughs) i have not (laughs) just kidding so luca touches the moon and then he realizes that he is dreaming because he fell asleep and he is definitely running late getting home so luca gets home and mom and dad are there to confront him they're like we know you've been going to the surface we saw smooka <laughs> yeah smooka snitched on your ass and mom is like we're sending you to live with your uncle ugo come uncle ugo out of the shadows horrifying it's like based off of uh isn't it a football fish i only know that because of animal crossing yeah it's the fish with the fucking like white thing the football fish anyway that guy and his insides are showing yeah he's like translucent and you can see everything inside of him including his heart which um when he gets excited just stops and dad is like luca can you punch his heart for him and luca does and he breathes again uncle ugo is literally horrifying he's like breathing heavy he's talking about how he loves he eats whale carcass and sometimes he doesn't even mean to eat whale carcass it just floats in his mouth because you can't see anything down in the bottom of the ocean so like sometimes whale carcass will just float into your mouth like it was horrifying (laughs) he goes on yeah like a rant about whale carcass it was definitely a rant about whale carcass hated it mom is gonna send luca to go live with his uncle ugo yeah guess what happens guys Luca runs away because he doesn't want to fucking do that. Anybody seen Little Mermaid? (laughs) Right. But daddy, I love him. 
at being a sea monster no land monster land monster yeah land yeah, monster yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. very weird to me i don't know why so luca goes and tells alberto oh my gosh my mom my dad are gonna send me to live with my uncle ugo i can see his heart it's horrifying i don't want to go there <laughs> i had to punch it last night he's talking a lot about whale carcasses <laughs> like i'm not interested so alberto says well it's okay because i have an idea we're gonna go find senior vespa mm-hmm. who apparently owns vespa owns vespa uh-huh and we'll build them a vespa and he lives in the human town. And they drew, they have a drawing of a Vespa that they want. Um, there's flames coming out of it. It's, you know, beautiful. I think it was red. There's a lot going on. There's seats for both of them. Um, it's got some gnaws on there if they want to go real fast. You know, it's it's the Vespa in the brain of a 10-year-old boy. Yeah, so I mean... It's a done deal. They're going to go find Senor Vespa. And just have him build one for them. So they swim to the human town. They're doing flips as they go. They're jumping in and out of the water, turning into a human, turning into a sea monster, turning into a human, doing little flippy flips. They realize that they have to sneak on to the land, obviously, because there's land monsters walking around. So they sneak onto land under a boat. Yeah, they pull a um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. (laughs) And they walk on shore underneath an upturned boat. Um, and then their plan is just to knock it wet. So no one That's knows. That's a good plan. Yeah. So no one knows that they're sea monsters while they're on land. They heard one time on a boat some land monsters say, what's wrong with you, stupido? So they just, that's, I think they think it's a greeting. So they just say it to everyone uh, when they get into this human city. So they're just saying to random people, what's wrong with you, stupido? They almost get their asses kicked quite a few times, actually. Yeah, these two old ladies are coming out of an ice cream shop and Luca says to them, stupido, and they throw their ice cream on them. The boys eat the ice cream. I'm sure it was delicious. Yeah, one of them looked like, what is it? Like the the green gelato that they have, pistachio. It was like bright green. It looked like that. That shit slaps. throw down some fucking ice cream right now. We have to stop talking about pasta and ice cream. So Lucas starting to get a little freaked out because there are literal drawings, paintings, posters, a fountain in the middle of town of land monsters spearing sea monsters. They like really hate sea monsters. Yeah, there's a lot of sea monster death surrounding them currently. They want to fucking spear them. I don't know why. They're scared. Humans are scared of shit they don't understand. The fear goes away as soon as they see... A man riding into the piazza on his bright red Vespa. They get fucking jazzed. They think that that is Senior Vespa. There's a bunch of kids kicking a ball around the um, little plaza that they're in. And it gets kicked over to Luca and Luca goes to kick it back. Has had legs for five minutes. Doesn't know what the fuck to do with them. And the ball... Hits the Vespa, almost knocks it over. Um, One of the Vespa owner's friends, Minions, dives underneath it so it doesn't hit the ground. Sorry, won't be me. Your Vespa's hitting the fucking ground. The owner of the Vespa, his name is Ercole. Uh, it's like Urkel, but Italian. You yeah. Know? So basically, Urkel is like... <laughs> I think he's probably like 16. I don't know. No, he's older. They say he's older than 16. He's been lying about being 16 for like four years, they said. So he's like 20? <laughs> yeah, he's like way That's too old. That's so gross. He's like hanging out with like kids. Yes. Urkel, get a life. Anyway, Urkel has the Vespa and they think he's seen your Vespa. So they're like, we love your Vespa. And he's like, obviously everybody loves my Vespa and everybody loves me. One thing you got to learn is I'm king of this town and I'm better than everybody. And if you ever come near me ever again, like he's just like bullying them immediately. Yeah, he he tells him that he is the five-time winner of the Porto Rosso Cup. So he's important. And they're just like, well, buddy, we don't know 
what's going on. So he's about to like beat them up. <laughs> Literally. Luckily, this adorable ginger child on her bike with her fish wagon comes over and stands up to him. And he calls her Spulia. Mm -hmm. And apparently last year during the Puerto Rosso Cup, she uh, threw up everywhere. And at first I was like, dang, that's a that's crazy. But then I found out what the Puerto Rosso Cup is. <laughs> yeah. And then it made so much sense. And it makes so much sense. So mm -hmm. just, yeah. She saves them. She's like, hop on my wagon, boys. And she bikes them out of there. She's... Wanting to like make friends with them. She's, she's just kind of like rambling shit off. She tells them she like sweats a lot. Like, yeah, she says we're underdogs. We got to stick together. You know, the sweaty kids. And they're both like, yeah. what the fuck? So they think she's fucking weird. She thinks they're fucking weird. Because you got to remember, they were like mer people like 10 minutes yeah. ago. They have no idea what's going on. Never talk to humans. No idea what any human thing is. And Julia, her name is Julia. She just is like, she's just rambling off. She was me as a child. I think that's why I like her so much. Like when I was a kid, I would walk up to anyone and speak to them. And now I'm like, I want no one to perceive me. Yeah. So the boys are basically like, we're getting the fuck out of here. We're going to go find our Vespa. But then she talks about the Puerto Rosso Cup and how you can win money. And Luca tells Alberto, he's like, ask her more about like what is money and he's basically like we want a vespa and she's like you don't want a vespa you win money but you can turn money into a vespa and they're like sold how do we get into the puerto rosso cup and that's when she tells him what the puerto rosso cup is and it's um a like a triathlon kind of but you swim and then you eat pasta and then you cycle. I would absolutely throw up. Yeah. I couldn't do any three of those things, let alone one after the other. Luckily, it's swim pasta and then Viking. Because, you know, you're not supposed to go swimming, the, after. swimming after you eat. That's probably why they did that. You'll get a cramp. Yeah. But yeah, so they are going to be on this triathlon team for the Puerto Rosso Cup. Julia is like, great. Uh, what are your skills? Well, they can't swim. And they definitely are like not swimming. We can swim. Also, neither of them have ever seen a bike, let alone been on one to know how to ride it. So they go to the piazza and Luca is attempting to ride the bike. He's doing very badly. They build a little ramp over the fountain in the middle and Luca goes over it, almost falls in. It's very risky, Luca. Very risky. He can't be in the fucking water. Yeah, because he'll turn into a sea monster. Yeah. So no one can ride a fucking bike and the boys can't swim. So Julia's like... You know what, though? You got hunger. That's, <laughs> that's, that's all, all that matters. <laughs> She's so cute. I love her so much. She's just happy to have friends, I think. Yeah. And then the boys admit that they're runaways and they don't have anywhere to go or anything to do and she's like okay great um you guys are my friends now and we just have to ask my dad for the entry money for the race yeah so julia and the boys go to her cute little house uh, it's the very first one right on the edge of the water and that's because her father is one i'm sure one of many of the fish sellers <laughs> yeah they own what the, are those called <laughs> i don't know there's they did the italian word for it that they officially like they sell fish yeah they own a fish shop he catch the fish he do the chopping and he selling it up imagine how their house smells like fucking fish dude all the time <clears throat> i would literally die Anyway, Julia's father is 11 feet tall, 350 pounds. <laughs> I love him so much. He's so chicken nugget. Yeah, he's so cute. He's in the kitchen and he's chopping up some fish. There's spears on the wall. Yeah, there's harpoons fucking everywhere. 
And the boys are, well, Luca is terrified. Alberto doesn't seem to give a fuck about what's going on most of the time. Mm-hmm. And he asks if they want to stay for dinner. And they are like, sure. He makes them pasta. I don't know the name of the pasta. It's like trunetta or something like that. Sure. It looked fucking good. It looked great. It, it looked, was green. It had, definitely had some pesto. Abs- I love pesto. Yeah. I fuck with pesto. And dad is missing an arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he only got one arm. Yep. But he's still butchering with the best of them. He's slaying out here. Also, at one point, Luca spits water on Alberto and he turns partially into a sea monster. Luckily, Julie and her dad don't notice but the cat notices and then the cat's not a fan of them from there on out. <laughs> yeah, they have a big fat cat and it's super cute. Mm-hmm. Very, very cute. So they are eating their pasta and the boys don't know how to use forks. So they're a just forqueta. So they're just throwing it into their mouth. <laughs> Me too. Which Me is too. how I eat pasta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me at Olive Garden just shoveling it in. Just taking handfuls of pasta and throwing it into my mouth. Absolutely. So yeah, they're eating with their hands. Dad calls Julia, Julieta. And she's like, hi, we need money for the Potoroso cup. And dad is like, you know, we're poor. <laughs> There's no fish in the water currently. We don't have any money. Yeah. So it's going to be a no unless you can raise more money and sell more fish. Yeah, but the boys say that they can help him fish so that they can raise money for themselves. They'll put themselves to work to earn it. And then they go to leave, but then they remember they don't have anywhere to fucking sleep. They are literally homeless currently. So Julia says that she has a tree house that they can sleep in. I don't know why they can't sleep somewhere in the house, but... Did you see that house? I'm pretty sure that whole thing... That was the house. The table with the... She has a bedroom. Okay, but I think it was like a little off the side room. I think dad Maybe. just sleeps on top of the dining room table. <laughs> like. uh, yeah, so they sleep in her tree house underneath the stars. They're fish. I'm sorry. They're anchovies. Underneath the sky anchovies. Um, When they wake up in the morning, they're covered in morning dew, obviously, and they're fish people. (laughs) They're sea monsters when they wake up and they freak out. And Julia is playing a fake trumpet (laughs) to wake them up. She's doing like the to wake them up and they have to dry off before. (laughs) Yeah. But they dry off and luckily Julia and dad don't notice that they're harboring sea monsters in their treehouse. So Julia goes out to deliver the fish. The boys go out to go fishing. Yeah. And while they're, you know, going out in their respective jobs for the day, Luca's mom and dad um, are panicked that their son ran away. So they decide that they're going to go to the surface to find Luca So they go up onto like a secluded part of the beach and I guess they've never seen each other in their other forms because mom starts beating dad up. Also, why would that be your first reaction to seeing a human? (laughs) Even if it was a stranger, she starts beating up her husband and then they realize that they're each other. So they sneak into the town and steal some human clothes. So they blend in and they're going to search for their their missing son who is now in this town somewhere. I don't like mom and dad's. Sorry, they're annoying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dad is very like absent and mom is just like too much. They're like polar opposite combo. Yeah. <laughs> so the boys are on the boat with Juliet 
does that what's his name they say it at the very end it it's starts like with mr an M. massimoso Ma- or something Ma- like mamimoso massimoso Ma- Ma- maximo i don't think there's an x sorry julia's dad yeah he's julia's dad in my notes the whole time so julia's dad is like rocking the boat obviously if he moves like one limb he's like rocking the entire he's boat a big guy so the boys are getting nervous because they know they can't get wet they also have gloves on so that when they are touching the nets and stuff they're not you know, their hands aren't turning into sea monster hands. The cat's there glaring at them because the she knows they're fish. Knows. Dad is like, yeah, we're going to throw our nets down here. And Luca is like, why? There's no fish here. It's a fish graveyard. It's a haunted fish graveyard. And then Alberto's like, we know it's not haunted, but the fish think it's haunted. It's a whole thing. So they avoid this area. <laughs> However, if we go like 10 feet to the right, there should be a ton of fish there this time of day. A haunted fish graveyard. That's so funny. Yeah, the boys are blatantly staring at Julia's dad's lack of arm also. And he says, I lost it to a sea monster. And they're like, oh, fuck. And then he's like, just kidding. I was born this way. It's fine. Nothing traumatic. Just was born like this. And they're like, oh, woof. (laughs) Thank God. He doesn't have like some vendetta (laughs) against against sea monsters. monsters. Imagine. Um, They catch a fuck ton of fish. Yeah, they have more than enough for the entry fee now. Also probably for their fucking rent on their house. (laughs) While this is happening, Luca's mother and father are pushing children into the fountain in the center of town looking for their son because mom was so sure she'd be able to pick Luca out but now she's looking at all these little bronze brown haired children and she's like yeah I don't know which one is my kid like she beat up her husband 10 minutes ago because she didn't recognize him when he was the only other human around and you think you're gonna recognize your son in a city full of people so they're just pushing kids into the fountain so Luca and Alberto and Julia's dad, they get a ton of fish. So they clearly have their payment for their Porto Rosso cup. So like the next day or whatever, I don't know, two days later, they go to pay their fee. Urkel's there (laughs) and he basically pushes everybody out of the way to pay his fee. He's a bully. The lady. Okay, this is where we learn his age because like you can't be older than 16 to run the race. And she said, you said you were 16 last year. And he was and she was like, you've been 16 for like four years and he's like well i'm gonna win the race again like tell him no like this grown adult woman can tell this fucking bully ass child no well she doesn't no she lets him do it so urkel tries to steal (laughs) their their fee like Mm -hmm. he tries to steal their fee he takes their money yeah but luca calls him a catfish um, and says it's because they're bottom feeders with little whiskers because he has this really tiny half-ass mustache that he's trying to grow. So Ercole gives him the money back and said, you know what? I'm going to let you join the Puerto Rosso Cup because I can't wait to beat your ass in it. Yeah. And everybody laughs at him. That is two whiskers. Yeah. Fuck that <laughs> catfish head-ass bitch. They get to training. They have paid their entry fee. The training has begun. Um, I would definitely be on pasta i don't know about you but i think i would be good with the biking i can't swim i mean i can swim (laughs) first of all i don't like the ocean or water i don't like water on my face it's like a genuine fear of mine like i don't even allow water on my face in the fucking shower um so i will not be swimming i will not be eating anything i can eat two bites and i'm done the biking is gonna have to be it I used to ride my bike all the time. I'd be all right at it. Yeah, I'm definitely on fucking pasta duty. Are you kidding me? That sounds amazing. They eat a ton of pasta. Uh, Julia. Alberto. 
eats a right. ton of pasta. Julia shows Alberto every type of pasta because, you know, there's like 80 different types of fucking pasta. Yeah, they're in Italy. And then Luca attempts to ride the bike again. He's getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's getting got better. It. Um, the only part he's not good at, he's good with like the uphill there's a giant downhill climb. It's pretty scary, actually. It is horrifying. And Luca is afraid to go down the hill and he just can't tell Bruno to shut up. Which is, I think that's valid. It's a big ass hill. It's a little scary. Um, and then Julia's going to swim, but she already knows how to do that. So she doesn't need too she much doesn't training. She doesn't need that much training. Yeah, yeah she's, she's helping gotta, the other two. <laughs> yeah, because they're struggling really <laughs> new to this planet yeah right so they are walking back to julia's house luca overhears his mom doing this weird dolphin call thing that she likes to do yeah and he turns around and sees seemingly his mother and father as land monsters and she says we're gonna find luca somewhere so luca realizes that those are his parents and they are on land and they are looking for him so luca alberto and julia are sitting up in the tree um they're just chatting and julia's dad comes out and is like hey i need someone strong to come help me with the nets we need to untangle them and alberto's like i'm fucking strong i'll go so alberto goes to help julia's dad but then he like looks back at luca and julia being friends and he like looks a little jealous like he doesn't want them to be friends without him well he's only ever had one friend and that's his dad and his dad left him that's fair so so now he's afraid that yeah it's gonna happen again yeah that's fair um so julia is telling luca that she lives with her mom half the year and she goes to school and then the other half of the year she lives with her dad um and she gets to help him with his fish job and then luca starts talking about the fish in the sky and julia's like you know those aren't fish right like those are stars and he's like i don't know what that is so she takes luca they climb over like a bunch of rooftops and she goes to some like old man neighbor's balcony delinquents yeah for real um but the old man neighbor lets her use his telescope because she likes looking at the stars and julia tells him about stars and planets and then she takes him back to her room and shows him a bunch of books about like cities and universes and she tells him what school is and he's like i want to go to fucking school that sounds so cool alberto comes back while julia and luca are having like so much fun without him and he's pissed he does not want Luca to be friends with Julia without him. He's like, we're all three friends or none of us are friends, bitch. Luca and Alberta are going to go back to their little tree house to go to sleep. Julia gives Luca her book and it's called The Universe. So she literally gives Luca the, the universe. universe. <laughs> I know it's so cute. She writes his name in it. I was like crying. He was like, can I borrow this? She literally opened it, crossed out her name and wrote his name in. Anyway, Alberto and Luca go to peer at their Vespa in the, in the <laughs> yeah. shop window. And then as they are looking at the Vespa, Luca is like, did you know that those are stars up there and not fish? Yeah, those are flaming balls of fire like the sun. And Alberto says, those are fish. Luca is like, mm, they're stars. And Alberto's like, mm, you're fish. <laughs> so while they're having this argument, fucking Urkel comes over. No, he throws a harpoon at them. He needs to die. Like full stop. This fucking like 19 year old just throws <laughs> a harpoon at two 10 year olds. What the hell? He's unwell. So Urkel and his two little friends are literally 
punching Alberto in the tummy. Yeah, he's literally straight up bullying them. And Luca stands up to them and tells them to get the fuck away. Yeah, Luca holds the spirit of fucking urkel's face i can't believe you keep calling him urkel i hate it he's like <laughs> i will stab you in and straight in the cheek i can't even believe that he actually threw that at them like what if he had hit them that's literally murder oh yeah he's terrible i don't think he cares something's not right in that kid's About head murder <laughs> yeah oh dude. my god he's unwell anyway the boys go back to the tree and go to bed next day training day two they are eating they're biking they're eating they're biking they're delivering fish they're laughing they're being bffs they have another day of training day four they wake up for training um they're they don't wake up um the boys are tuckered out yeah they're fucking asleep so julia introduces them to one of my favorite things on this planet espresso espresso absolutely i love espresso me too <laughs> so the boys have espresso they're bouncing off the walls they're doing even more training uh luca and julia are still having science talks <laughs> yeah alberto stays jealous as fuck and then mom and dad spot luca so luca freaks out he sees them back and they call out for him and he takes he's riding the bike you know with the julia and alberto on the back so he goes down like a alleyway and julia's like where the fuck are we going and he's like a uh, shortcut and luca manages to get away from them but they make it up to the big hill that he has to go down for the Rosso cup he's like nervous to go down and alberto forces him to go down and they go over the edge of like there's like a turn down at the bottom of the hill and the turn is at the water's edge and they go flying into the fucking water. And guess what? They turn into freaking sea monsters. When they get out of the water, Luca's pissed. He's like, I don't know why you did that. Like, that wasn't very nice of you. And they start literally beating the shit out of each other, as 10-year-old boys do, you know? Uh, Julia comes up and she's like, hey, uh, you guys good? And Luca's like, no, I want to go to school. And Alberto's pissed because he wants to travel the world on a Vespa, doesn't want to go to human school. And so Alberto's like, okay, well, I have a question for you, Julia. Uh, does your school allow non-humans like sea monsters? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, what a weird question. Julia's like, probably not. I don't, I don't know any, I don't think so. And Luca's like, Alberto, shut the fuck up. But Alberto jumps in the water and stands up and shows Julia that he's a sea monster. And the saddest part of this movie is Luca goes, oh, scary, a sea monster and pretends like he's scared of him and he didn't know. And it's so sad. Alberta has to swim away because the entire town is like, sea monster, harpoon it. Yeah, Ercole and his fucking minions were like chilling out on the rocks nearby and they throw a harpoon at Alberto again, mind you again like get a job bro <laughs> yeah you're like well old enough to hold a job now so julia and luca go back to julia's house uh julia knows yeah she's kind of figured it out she's not stupid no but then she throws a cup of water at luca to calm him down because he's freaking out and obviously he turns into a sea she monster. doesn't throw it at him to calm him down she knew he was a sea monster yeah she was outing him that's true also her dad, Julia's dad, is like, where's Alberto? And they're like, oh, he left. And he puts on his little hat and he goes, I'm going to go look for him. And Luca says, I don't think he wants to be found. And the dad said, I'm going to look for him anyway, because someone should. So Luca leaves. He goes to find Alberto at his 
uh, little ramshackled ass house. Well, also Julia tells him like he has to leave. She's like, you are in the worst town to be a sea monster in. Like our town is literally notorious for hating and killing sea monsters. You should go literally anywhere else in the world. Um, Alberto has broken all of his stuff. Luca tries to apologize to him and he tells him to go away. Luca continues to try to apologize to him. He's like, we're going to get our best, but it's going to be fine. Alberto just keeps yelling at him and telling him to go away. And then Luca notices on the wall of the tower, there's like tick marks. And he's like, what does, what are those? They were under the Vespa poster. Yeah. And Alberto said he started marking the days since his dad left him. And then he eventually just stopped counting because it was too long. And Alberto says that he's a bad kid and that Luca shouldn't be his friend and he shouldn't be around anyone. And then Luca tells him that he needs to say Silencio Bruno to his bad thoughts because he says Alberto is a good friend and he's the only one that's been there for Luca this whole time. And then Luca's like, you know what? I'm going to go back and I'm going to win the Puerto Rosso Cup and we're going to get our freaking Vespa and then we're going to travel the world together and you're going to Silencio Bruno and we're just going to do it. And that's what he does. Yeah, he joins the race, but separate from Julia. So he's going to race on his own and Julia is going to race on her own. Yeah, they have broken up their underdog team. Under the dogs team. Yeah, the under the dogs team. That's what Luca calls it. Yeah. So swimming is first, obviously, because we can't eat pasta and then go swimming. Right. Luca has on the scuba diving outfit. Think of like the, like the old, like an old, yeah, like from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. Like that one. Exactly like, that. It's huge and metal and scary. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's going to swim in. Yeah, because he can't turn into a sea monster in front of everyone. No. And Julia's like, this is a terrible idea. There's literally like 20 boats in the water with spears ready to harpoon any fucking sea monster that they see. Yeah, because this this whole Puerto Rosso Cup is all kids. So they don't want the kids to get eaten by a sea monster. God forbid. (laughs) So they're well prepared. Yeah. So the race begins. Julia swims. Julia's still in it. She's like, you know, this is super stressful and crazy, but I'm still trying to win this Puerto Rosso Cup. So I threw up last year. I'm going to still do it this year. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I don't give a fuck if Luca potentially is about to turn into a sea monster and get killed. I'm trying to win this shit. Yeah, right. Luca uh, gets into the water. He can't really swim. Um, He's like walking on the bottom of the (laughs) floor of the ocean. Right. And then he rounds the spot where everybody else is swimming to go walk back. But his little helmet is like leaking. So he he turns into a sea monster anyway inside the suit. So he crawls under the pasta table in the suit and then takes it off under the table and then pops back up in his chair to eat his pasta. Mm -hmm. Also, Julia was the first one out of the water and she was the first one eating that pasta. She's killing it. Yep. I don't know how she put that much pasta away. She's a little girl. She hasn't eaten three days. That's actually not. You shouldn't do that because your stomach shrinks. Yeah, that's true. You should eat like a lot every day. Make your stomach bigger. Yeah. That's how they do it. I mean, Maybe those people that like it. eat like a lot like of the food. mukbangs. I don't know what that means. Those people on like YouTube that have like full spreads and they just eat. It's called a mukbang. That's a thing. Yes. People make money off of doing that shit, bro. You've never heard of mukbang? I do that every day. I don't record it, though. You should start filming yourself just eating like shit, like a whole. It's like literally like a ta- like tables full of shit. I can, yeah, I, I know can you do can. That. I've seen you eat. You should. Is it just a full video of that? 
Yes. And people like literally make money off of that. And people just watch it. Yes. Why? Because it's crazy to watch. You've never ever seen those videos. I've seen people eat. I've seen like people do like eat this 40 pound burrito. Like a tiny like woman that goes to like a ramen place and gets like a giant bowl of ramen and eat. That's called a mukbang. And people literally watch it and people make money off of that shit, dude. I will be doing that now. (laughs) (laughs) You should. Start a mukbang YouTube channel. Okay, do I'm, it. Follow me at Melissa Mukbangs on <laughs> Melissa YouTube. <laughs> you should. There's also like the people who make it like weird and do it in like a bikini and stuff like that I'll to make do it like it in sexy. A Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> Melissa Mukbangs on OnlyFans. I want to do everything in a bikini. <laughs> Do you have to eat it like quickly? I don't think so. You just eat it all. The ramen ones I watch are like timed usually, but those are because it's like at a restaurant. See, that's the thing. I'm not trying to like rush while I eat. No, I don't think you, I don't think mukbangs are rushed. Yeah, I don't want to be like shoving food into my mouth. I want to enjoy the food I'm eating. Yeah. Anyway, Julie eats her pasta and then she goes on to the biking portion. Uh, I can imagine why you would throw up because you just swam and then ate a bowl of pasta. A giant plate of pasta, y'all. And now you're going to race uphill and downhill on a bike? Yeah, it's a no for me. I would absolutely vomit. Yeah, Urkeley's pissed that Julia's like on it. He forces his little friend who's because they're tagging in for these ones because they have the three people. So his friend, minion, whatever that's eating, he shoves the rest of the pasta in his mouth and then tags himself in and gets on his bike. Pretty sure that's cheating. Well, I mean, he's already cheating. He's like 27 years old. So, right. So Luca finishes his pasta just because he loves pasta. He had no problem putting that shit away. I know, right? And then he gets on whose bike? No idea, but he gets on a bike. (laughs) Yeah, right. And he does the race uphill. He's honestly like he's pretty good he's he's gaining on everybody yeah except his mom and dad um are on the sidelines and they see him and they try and stop him yeah but he is fast on his bike so he gets away from them yeah mom is even like him he was quick uh so they get to the downhill portion and uh unfortunately for our friend luca it starts to rain yeah um and as we know he can't be in water no so he hides under an awning of a building and wouldn't you know running up the hill is alberto with a beach umbrella so he's bringing the umbrella to luca when fucking urkel comes over and knocks alberto down and he drops the umbrella obviously and turns into a sea monster yeah so everyone's yelling at him urkele is trying to get one of his minions to give him a harpoon so he can kill poor alberto they throw a net on alberto alberto's telling luca he's like no just stay where you are like it's fine they like i've already exposed myself to one person now everyone else knows i don't want you to also get in trouble but luca's such a good friend and he goes to help him anyway and obviously it's raining so he also turns into a sea monster you ever seen a sea monster on a bike (laughs) he goes down on his bike down the hill and he snatches up alberto so they're going down the hill Urkelay's chasing them with a fucking harpoon. Julia's obviously following, trying to help. Julia ends up knocking Urkelay off his bike and the boys are heading down towards the water and then they see that Julia is hurt. So they turn around on the bike and they go to help her stand up because she just busted her ass. Yeah, they go to help her cross the finish line so she can win. Julia's dad um, and a bunch of other people that live in the town all have harpoons and nets and they see the sea monsters and then the dad realizes that it's alberto and luca and he's like 
I know these two. It's Luca and Alberto. And they won the race because their bike past the finish line before they went to help julia i mean technically our sea monsters qualified though but that's what he asked he asked he said um is there any rules against sea monsters winning and the lady said no they won legally they won Hercules' reign of terror is over luca's mom and dad show up and obviously they're also now out in the rain and so they're exposed as sea people mom is like i am so angry at you but i'm also so proud of you because you fucking kicked ass in this race that we didn't even know you were doing and then two other ladies the two ladies with the ice cream the ice cream ladies from the beginning of the movie they're also sea monsters yeah they drop their umbrellas and they're like hi we're sea monsters too so cute we just prefer to be humans so the boys won the puerto rosso cup and they bought their very own rickety ass little vespa Woo! underdogs win so cute under the dogs then grandma and mom and dad go over to julia and her dad's house for dinner it's raining so they are their little fishy selves grandma says that luca is very lucky and he found good friends that accept him for who he is which is a fish man can i accept you for who you are thank you so much i'm not a fish person thank god but i ain't never <laughs> seen you in the rain you just said you don't like to get wet <laughs> that's a personal preference mm, sea monster if i was a sea monster you would be a sea monster i've never I'm seen adopted. you in the rain <laughs> <laughs> and what? i've never seen you in the rain we've known each other for 28 years so julia is going off to school and they go to wish her off on the train and she hugs them both uh luca and alberto and then she gets on the train and julia and alberto share a little uh wink a little wink wink nod nod luca's parents show up at the train station and they have luca's suitcase packed and ready to go to send him off to school yeah because alberto sold their vespa that they bought with their portoroso cup winnings and he bought luca a ticket for the train guess he also paid for the school probably so luca goes to live with julia in her other town with her mom mm -hmm. to go to school those parents are super lax yeah <laughs> after like i'm they're like helicopter parents like at first they wouldn't See you even let months. him like leave their house and then they were gonna send him with their uncle to be like in the deep so he couldn't do bad things now they're like go live with somebody else bye yeah, and Alberto stays with Julia's dad. I mean, I guess it's his fucking dad now. Shit. I know. It's so cute. And they like fish together every day and like sell fish together. I love it. So cute. The cat has babies. Mm -hmm. Kittens. And it's cute because at the very end, Luca was saying that he can't go without Alberto. He's scared. And Alberto tells him that he can do anything because he got Alberto off the island and then he did the Puerto Rosso Cup by himself so he can do anything. Yeah, I was like full sobbing. Yeah. The great, end. great pick, Krista. I know, right? I love that movie. You want to go first? All right. I gave Luca a 10 out of 10. I'm shocked. I actually really enjoy this movie. I am mad at myself for not having watched it for as long as I did. I am obsessed with the art style of this movie. I think it is so fun. I think it's so cute and colorful. The director said he like kind of based it off of Hayao Miyazaki. That's oh, like Hayao a... Miyazaki? He's the one that did Spirited Away. Yeah. Oh, I love that. He said he drew inspiration from those films when he was creating this film. So that's probably why you like it so that's much. That's probably why I like it so much. Yeah. How cute. Okay, well, I gave it 10 out of 10. I moved this around a lot. 
Uh, it was really hard for me to place it, but it is sitting at my number 16. Um, so it's underneath Emperor's New Groove, but above Beauty and the Beast. I love that. I gave Luca a 9 out of 10. I really did love it. It's very cute. So like, cute. Literally, I love this movie so much. It is my number 28. So it is below Jungle Cruise and above Pinocchio. Oh, wow. Very good movie. What a good one. I'm Thanks, like Krista. obsessed with this movie now. I know I told you you were going to like it. Silencio Bruno. So we are going to do another patron episode. If you would like to pick which movie you want us to do, join us on Patreon at the $5 or $10 tier. And yeah, you can let us know which movie you want us to do. We will add it to our list. Yeah, it could be your favorite movie. It could be your least favorite movie. It could be a movie that you just really want to hear our hot takes about. Yeah, and then it will be selected at random to be done when we pick a patron episode. Heck yeah. So uh, let's pick drumroll, please. Oh, it's a good one. What is it? Muppets Most Wanted. Oh my God, what a good one. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Oh, this is Laura's pick. Laura, God bless you. Thank you. We stand. Uh, Yeah, join us on Patreon. You get added to our close friends list. You get bonus episodes of non-Disney movies. Uh, We do videos every month. It is the month of merch so we (gasps) will be doing shrek 3 hell yeah man we were joking that like one year we're gonna run out of shrek movies but they literally just came out with another puss in boots movie so like that counts that fucking counts uh there is a video element we might or might not paint our full selves green every time you'll have to you'll have to subscribe to see it you just have to become a patron if you want to get in on that yeah man we will be doing our merch boxes in the summer you do have to become a patron by May 1st. You have to be a royal brazier. Um, is that it? What else do we do over there? I don't fucking know. Anyway. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> These opinions are our own and are no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The Tragical Podcast cover art is created by Johnny the Alchemist. The Tragical Intro was produced by Ja Reezy. Links to our social media and Patreon can be found on our website located in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. So... <laughs> I literally almost just choked because I was mid yawn when you just did that. I don't know why I can't oh talk my today. God, that was so funny. My allergies are so bad. Literally, I couldn't sleep last night. My nose would not stop leaking. I'm over here rubbing my eye like I'm literally. Gonna, I'm about to just dig my nails in and pop my eyeball out. Also, during work yesterday, my poor like trainer. We are obviously. I work at the call center with Kat now, so we're like, we work from home, so I'm like FaceTiming this bitch, and I'm like, my nose is literally just <laughs> constantly running. I just felt let it run so down bad. your face, it's fine. Oh my God, no, I was like, you, I literally probably used a box of tissues yesterday. You did, because you came and asked me for a new box of tissues. Bruh, I could not sleep last night. I just literally, I laid a tissue on my pillow, just next to my nose. No way. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> oh. It was so bad. You and Goose are dying. Actually, we're all dying. Oh my God, yeah, guys, Goose is sick. Yeah, he has an upper respiratory infection, um, which apparently is really bad for cats. And it's also con- like super contagious. Yeah, um, but he, he sneezes. Yeah, he's allergic to oak trees. And we didn't know before because they were never allowed outside. But we let them on our like screened in back porch now. 
Um, so he's allergic to oak trees, which caused him to have a upper respiratory infection. And now he won't stop sneezing and sniffling. It's literally the saddest thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Yeah, I cried for like three days. He was very good at the vet, though. Um, he did a very good job getting a shot in his little booty. He didn't even react to it. Um, and I literally was in shock. I was like, I sob as a full 30-year-old adult Yeah. when needles come anywhere near me. And my cat, who's 13 pounds, doesn't even fucking react to it. He Incredible. was such a good boy. He was a good boy, but he's still with Osiki. Everybody loved him. So if you hear him sneeze, say bless you. Did you see that Casey and the bear? I know she's rebranded, but for <laughs> me, she will be Casey and the bear forever. <laughs> forever. She posted uh, the Miss Piggy, her like Vogue yes. outfit. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm making this a shirt. And I said, I'll be buying that. <laughs> I will be purchasing. Thank you so much. Take all of my doll hairs. Tragical. <laughs>